and welcome to the last episode in the series 2020 election update in which i update you about everything 2020 election introduction this is the last episode in this weekly series on tuesday the winner of the in-person votes will be announced of course as we surely all know now um the actual winner won't be announced until all the mail-in ballots are counted but at least some winner will be announced then if i if said winner wins in a landslide their opponent won't probably won't be able to win after mail-in ballots are counted but if they win by a smallish margin we'll be able to um we'll have to be careful announcing them as the winner now let's get into the news a debate happened on thursday let's review it the big the big highlight of this debate for me at least was seeing trump kind of learning from his mistakes in the last week um in the first debate most people were saying that biden definitely came on top trump was interrupting the moderator and his opponent non-stop on thursday though he did that less often it was much calmer and the candidates could get their points across much more easily uh trump did still interrupt a bit but definitely not as much as the last time okay let's talk about the some select topics that candidates debated First topic of debate was coronavirus, something voters really care about. Uh, Trump said that a vaccine will be out in a few weeks and that the distribution of said vaccine will be, quote unquote, very easy. He also said that we can't go into lockdown and that if we do go into lockdown, in his own words, we're not even going to have a nation. He's been saying this for quite a long time and we don't have a vaccine yet. Joe Biden attacked the president's handling of the coronavirus saying, quote-unquote, he has no clear plan. He also called Trump xenophobic. An interesting thing is that Biden used the same phrases to, phrase to speak at, to the people at home as he did in the first debate, the empty chair phrase. I believe that it is a very effective tool to use to sympathize with people who may have lost a loved one to coronavirus. Health insurance was a topic of debate. Kristen Welker, the moderator of this debate, asked the candidates what they would do to help people, the people who would lose their insurance as a result of the Supreme Court overturning Obamacare. Trump said that he would like to replace Obamacare with a quote-unquote much better health care, beautiful health care, um, and Biden said that he would build upon Obamacare and pass it as a public option. It would be called Biden Care. Another topic of debate was immigration. As expected, Trump said that the United States has a very strong border as a result of his administration's work. Biden brought up the fact that children were being separated from their families and put in cages under the Trump administration. Side note, this was one of the first topics that I talked about on BNBC News back when I used to make videos on YouTube in 2018. Biden said that this was a criminal act. In response to this, Trump said that the Obama administration built the cages that the children were locked in and kept repeating that. In other news, according to the Center for Responsive Politics, total campaign spending in the 2020 election cycle has reached nearly $14 billion. This means that the cycle is the most expensive in history. Previously, the center estimated that the campaign spending would reach uh, about $11 $11 billion, uh, but because of a giant amount of donations coming into campaigns in the last months of the election cycle, way more money has been spent. Um, so total campaign spending, meaning presidential and congressional spending combined, has been steadily growing for quite some time, since 20- 2008 at least. 
Uh, but 2020 has totally gone through the roof. The cycle's campaign spending has reached double the amount of 2016 spending. The spending is split quite evenly between congressional and presidential races as well this year, with the spending with the two spending very similar amounts of money. This election cycle, according to the center, also sees Democrats spending much more than Republicans. Republicans are spending around $4 billion, and Democrats are spending around $7 billion in total. Uh, Democrats and Republicans were spending very similar amounts of ca cash in 2016. Small individual donations are a bigger source of funding for campaigns this time around than in 2016. According to the center, they make up 22.4% of total funds. In 2016, they made up a mere 15.19%. A similar uh, a similarity in 2020 and 2016 is that large individual donations make up the plurality of funding for campaigns. A big difference between 2020 funds and 2016 funds is that self-funding makes up much more of the total funding this year than in 2016, making up 13% this year compared to 2.75% in 2016. Okay, now let's look at the latest polling averages from 538 and Real Clear Politics. 538 has an exactly nine-point lead for Biden. They get, they have him at nationally. They have him at 52% and Trump at 43%. In the past few, few days, Biden's average has been go slowly going down, with Trump's average slowly going up. The change hasn't been very drastic, though. Biden has retained a very strong lead for weeks now. Real Clear Politics has a slightly tighter race, with Biden at around 51% and Trump at 43.6%. In the past few weeks, RCP has had uh, Biden's lead going down and more recently going up, and Trump's lead just going up and going up quite a bit. In Florida, the race is very tight. Biden has retained his lead in the 538 polling average, but recently Trump's average has been going up. Biden has a two-point lead there. Uh, RCP puts him puts Biden in the lead as well, but only with a 0.5 lead, 0.5 point lead, and with Trump's polling going up a lot in recent weeks. There's a similar story in North Carolina. According to RCP, Biden retains the lead there and has for almost two months now, but now Trump is almost is very close to overtaking him. Biden only has a 0.7 percent lead. 538 has Biden with a 2.3-point lead there, with Trump's average climbing steadily. Thanks for listening to the last episode of this series. My sources are the Center for Responsive Politics, 538, and Real Clear Politics. See you on the other side of the election.